0: Hey, what's up? Welcome to New Music Muse. I'm your host, Ben Wigo. I want
1: to welcome my guest, Harley. Excited to be here. What's up? Just just hanging out today, writing some music. What have you been up to?
0: That's dope. Yeah? Just working, you know? Just trying to get through this
1: winter. But you're in LA, right? Uh, I'm actually in Seattle, but I, I'm in LA a lot.
0: But Oh, cool. i you... just
1: pulled here, too.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. i'm sure are you from seattle
1: i am yeah from cool, cool. There, Yeah.
0: and you like go to la a lot though to like visit and like do yeah like, i have a music. lot of friends
1: down there i have um i've been co-writing a lot with some people down there um so um one of my friends just dropped the track and i, I flew down for the release party and just kind oh, of When i mean it's a it's an hour and a half flight so it's it's real quick to get there and
0: how would you describe your style of music and what is like a song that you would tell people to listen to first?
1: Um, I guess I would, I would describe my music as just chill pop music. Um, a lot of it's breakup music. Um, we fit, we fit with like, or I guess the music I've been writing is more like love and, and Laney and Troye Sivan and that style. But, um, I'll go listen to Backseat. That's our biggest... That's I say our, but it's my biggest song. Um, it's not just me doing this. It's a whole whole team. So, got to give them credit. But, or credit, but uh, my favorite song that I've done that's out right now is Hypnos. But all of these songs are kind of like older. They're about two years old. And I'm writing yeah. new stuff. And I'm more excited about the new stuff. So, if I could tell them to go listen to a new song, I would, but it's just not out yet.
0: Yeah, for sure. I mean... Yeah, it's kind of, like, a difficult thing for artists when they're, like, trying to build themselves and, you know, how how much can you, like, promote one song that you could right. like, a couple of years ago, but I also love Backseat, like, that, like that's what kind of put me on to your music. Oh, fun, cool. The production is sick, the vocals are sick, and it kind of has, like, a nostalgic vibe, and also yeah. it kind of has that, like, breakup thing where you're, like, you know you kind of find like details about the person that you realize you couldn't fucking stand. Yeah. <laughs> and then fact, you, that's exactly it. Yeah. And then you kind of like, well, this is kind of perfect for a song, you know, cause I think a lot of people will relate to that. Yeah. And the production's amazing. So you said you work with a team.
1: Yeah. So, well, I, it's just me and my buddy Abe right now. He, he, I, so I'll write the music. Um, and then we'll he's been producing me and we'll just sit down and, and go through it all so he did he did all five of those songs that are out so i went and wrote them and then he just came in and and made them what they are so like those tones um that you hear in backseat like that those brathy scents, and that's all him the guy's a, a wizard behind the keys so yeah that's dope yeah its it's a lot of fun like we'll we'll go and just spend i mean i'm a smaller artist still so we'll just kick it in like our bedrooms with their laptops open and just make music for hours. I was just over there on, um, on kicking it with them on Saturday for like six hours, just working on two different songs, just vibing out. It's a really good time. Um, and it's cool to like connect with a, like a good friend in that way too.
0: So. Yeah, for sure. And like you get a really good experience and you come out with these, really great art that you worked on Mm -hmm. together and i think that whole subgenre of bedroom pop like that's what it really means like literally starting in your bedroom exactly um, and i think your music kind of generates that type of
1: sound like it definitely it is i don't i mean i guess i don't hate the term bedroom pop but um but that essentially yeah, that's exactly what it is. We're just making music in our bedroom.
0: Yeah, I get that. Like you don't you kind of just don't want to be uh, categorized into one subgenre. It's annoying. But um I I kind of like the term in terms of describing like where you start making music.
1: Absolutely. I mean that's what it is. I, I just see it as like like I can't wait to I mean and COVID put a hold on everything, but I can't wait to not make music in the bedroom, I guess. So, so the rare times that me and Abe are in a real studio. It's just, it's so refreshing. Um, mm-hmm. cause it's cause I, I think of it as like a bedroom is a small place and you're trying to create big ideas in like a tiny space and the creativity and the, um, inspiration are minimal.
0: Yeah. You don't want to be limited in that sense.
1: Yeah. So it's nice to, it's nice to break out of that bedroom and, actually go to real studios so i guess that's why uh, that's why mainly not because of the genre it like describes but just like the ideas or like the the i guess what am i trying to say like the cage. you feel caged like when i hear yeah song, it's just like i feel like my inspiration is kind of caged
0: yeah <laughs> yeah for sure um yeah. so how would you describe your songwriting process
1: uh that's so interesting because it's so different from for every song um but essentially it's got to start with a feeling um and for the five songs i've out it was all started with a feeling and i just ran with the feelings and i think that created like an idea of songs that just kind of they just kind of went where freely where they wanted which is really cool but i think a lot of because of that in those five songs a lot of points or things i was trying to get across are then missed um, so recently i it starts with a feeling or an emotion and then I pick out what that means, um, to me or, or I like, I, I just try to like under, understand myself and then I'll, I'll create a phrase or, um, a word that applies to that meaning. So right now I'm writing a song called mud and I, I was like, okay, how do I, I had this idea, this feeling, it's like, man, I, I broke up with my ex because I just didn't want to drag her through the mud. And so then that sparked an idea. It's like, oh, I should write a song about dragging someone through the mud or feeling like I am. And then I went, th- went. now I'm going about it. I've rewritten this song like three times. It's kind of bugging me. But um, so I wrote this chorus and it's all about like dragging someone through the mud. But I'm like, what do, how do I write the verses that apply to that overall phrase? So it all makes sense. It's so all coherent. So then I broke it down. It's like, well, mud, when I think of mud, I think of like murkiness or like kind of dirty or it kind of clings to you or like. And then when I think of murkiness, I think of uncertainty. So I was like, what if I write like the verses about being, not being able to understand these emotions? Okay, then how do I describe that? And then it just kind of like back pedals all the way back to the beginning. And then it, I usually write the verses after I get the, the hook down. That's probably that cool. a lot of like mumbo jumbo, but hopefully. No,
0: like, yeah. I, I completely understand what you're saying because you kind of yeah. want to start from a general idea in the hook. Yeah, from that kind of gather what you're going to say in the verses
1: yeah yeah like a lot and like a lot of stuff i have out now and it's really cool because that's just how my writing has developed over time um and especially over covid and all these new co-writes i'm getting in but the the songs that i have out now are kind of like this idea and they just kind of like like i said free float, and the idea kind of changes throughout the song which is i think again tough to hone in a certain point or certain emotion. So it's kind of interesting to watch or listen to these new tracks that i have now that are in the production stages or the mixing stages versus like the ones i put out a couple of years ago that are out now. It's it's really
0: Yeah, really for cool. sure. It's
1: really, it's inspiring really because i'm like man, i've i've just grown a a ton. Like i could see i could hear some of these new stuff i'm writing like on the charts. I could hear and I couldn't necessarily hear that when I was writing it with Harley. I was like, Oh, this is catchy, just feels good. Let's go with this vibe and go with this emotion. But it's like, no, now I'm actually getting to the heart of things. I'm actually dealing with issues that I have or emotional issues and like really releasing them and letting go of them and expressing them. And so it's just it's really freeing, actually.
0: Yeah. When you when you're able to put that raw emotion into your music, it becomes even more genuine and Absolutely. And like you said, music is really developmental. So mm. you're looking at your old music and you're like, wow, like the shit I'm about to put out is like so much better than this. Like yeah. it's it's crazy, but, um, and it's not to undermine what you worked on in the past because in the no, past, not at all. Like, yeah. Cause you yeah. were like, wow, this was really good when I was making yeah. it. And it's kind of like music is very in the moment. Yeah. So it's like, when you put out that stuff you were going through a completely different Absolutely. phase of life and now you're putting out new stuff that is you know a lot different
1: yeah well i'm yeah same vibe but um it's the same harley same, same yeah sound, same tones it's just matured and i'm excited for my listeners to hear that change one the change of heart but two just the, the growth mentally and then the growth like just in my songwriting i think I think that's really cool for people to go through. Like you take your favorite bands and you go listen to their first album. You're like, man, I love this. But you listen to their new stuff. You're like, wow, this this growth is surreal. And it's cool that to be a part of that because I didn't see that for a while. I was like, man, I'm just going to write like this forever. And then all of a sudden I hit this growth spurt and I was like, oh, I get it. Oh, I get why people go through these changes. I see how people evolve and, and sounds evolve over time. And um, It's like it's just true artistry. It's a lot of fun.
0: Yeah, for sure. So are you working on any albums or projects right now?
1: Yeah. So I am actually writing a ton. I've, COVID was a time where I was like, I was talking to management and like, this is just the time to put your head down and write. Um, and let's, let's push this as much as we can. Let's, let's let's get a group of songs together that are just bops and then put them out like one by one by one by one. So, I'm writing, I, before COVID, I I broke up with my girlfriend. So I'm actually writing this whole whole album. I'm like eight songs deep that I love, that I absolutely love. And it's a whole album of, of just this like breakup, but it's not only like a breakup album. It's more like, Hey, I could have done that better. It's like almost apologetic. Um, But I think we're going to drop those um, as singles. We'll see. We'll see what comes, but yeah, I'm, 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 very excited for this this chapter but as i'm writing i'm also kind of closing that door of that chapter because it's been a year now so it's like i got eight or nine that i love we'll see how they come out when they come out and then i'm kind of moving on to this next idea already
0: so. yeah it's it's interesting how artists are kind of putting out their work because a lot of people think that singles are just a better way to market music and are just more digestible yeah. and mm-hmm. but sometimes you know people like artists want to put out you know, an album or a project that has a overall theme yeah. that kind of, you know, one by one, each song kind of goes into the other. Yeah. So um, I guess I guess it has to be up to the artist, you know, what yeah. they want to tell, like how they want to tell their
1: story. Like to some degree it's up to the artist, but a lot it's actually up to the team because it's like you said, like what's more digestible by the listener. So like if I had it my way, I would put out these eight or nine songs as singles, but I do like three or four make an EP and do three or four more and make an EP and then like put together as like one collection. So it's just like a two EP collection. So it's easy for people to, to like digest, but we'll see what what my team has to say once the songs are all like all finished and and set up and us on the masters. So I guess like, the idea even if a new band comes out with an album like i love i'm, I'm being dead honest like i love coin i love laney i love the 1975 i love choice of on i like i love choice of on but when they put out whole albums I'm, i mean i'm so add that i get a little anxious before i listen to them because it's so much material like i'm so i'm so invested in each of those songs too that i'm like this is going to take me weeks to get through it's just a lot to digest like we've been saying so like that's why i kind of view that single world as kind of ideal for me right now because i'm not even i'm nowhere near to being his biggest choice of honor or some of those people so i think like maybe it's maybe i'm saying this wrong but i feel like listeners it'd it'd be overwhelming
0: yeah no 100 percent. i definitely agree with that uh the albums are just really hard to digest no matter where they're coming from yeah and especially if you're a smaller artist, you kind of want to get more traction by dropping singles and letting the listener kind of understand your sound. And um, so would you say like those artists are like some of your inspirations that inspire your style of work and inspire yeah. your writing process?
1: Yeah, I think, I think their writings are really good. I love, I love mainly their production value. I love the tones that all three of those artists bring to the table. Um, but I would say lyrically, I really listen to artists like I love Tom Petty. I think he's a lyrical genius. I think Bob Dylan's a lyrical genius. Um, and people more a little more old school like that because I think they're pop these days is so easy to like get caught up in like what's cool in the trends and I tend to get caught up in that as well. And um, but I'm starting to look at it from like a real perspective. It's like, okay, what sounds more classic? What will live the longest um, or hold the biggest legend, I, I guess? And so I look at those artists, those older artists like Bob Dylan and, and Tom Petty and and Don Henley because they are still massive names. And um, so, yeah, lyrically and melodically, I think I'm I'm kind of reaching in that direction.
0: Yeah, for sure, because you kind of want to look at what has... Like the longest shelf life.
1: Yeah. What what stands the test of time really? Like I'm trying to make classic, timeless things. I want to be not just a part of like your life or some other listener's life right now. I want to be part of their life, like when they get married or when they have kids, and then their kids have, you know, f- friends and parties, and or when their kids get married. Like that would be amazing to just be a part of like generations. Like yeah, that, for sure. Way Don Henley or Tom Petty or Bob Dylan has been.
0: Um, So do you have any like dream collaborations and are you working on any like realistic collaborations right now?
1: Um, I have, we're like, we're talking, we're trying to talk to certain artists, certain artists about collabs, but nothing like set. And even if it was, I don't think I could say anything, but I think I would love to collab with Julie Michaels. I think she's an incredible writer. Um, I would love to collab with JP Sachs. and I'm there's just so many. Choice of on, I, and I just discovered an artist called Leon, and she sounds like Lady Gaga, and she's I'm um, absolutely obsessing over her. So probably her as well.
0: But yeah, I've heard of her.
1: She's she's, she's amazing. Yeah, she's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> I I just uh, I've heard her for I've heard her name and I've heard her around, but I just turned her on for like the first time a week or two ago and I was absolutely blown away I was like this is nuts the melodies are just so unique to me and just catch me off guard in like the best way
0: yeah she's she's really good I, I like her song I'm tired of talking yeah. Baby don't talk mm-hmm. those ones are good what song like are you most proud of and why that you put out
1: that I put out um I'm I'm proud of them all because each song has that's such a cop out answer I know but each song is just a lot of hard work. Um, I'm proud of the growth that Backseat is still seeing. Um, I'm proud of how real the emotions in Japan are because uh, I wrote that like present time my girlfriend left for two weeks or my ex girlfriend. In japan and then i realized like that's when i loved her is when she's gone for two weeks and so i wrote that in like three days during the time she's gone so i was proud of like getting all of those thoughts on paper in those three days and then i'm really proud of hypnos because i think hypnos is a step in the right direction i think it's probably the catchiest melody I've written and probably the most cohesive song that's out right now um so i guess all three of those i'm super proud of yeah but they're all dope overall maybe backseat is i'm almost proud of that because it, it just keeps the the chillness the whole it's so chill the whole time
0: yeah so what was the moment that you realized that music was something you were passionate about and you wanted to pursue with your life
1: i love that question too i um so i went to belmont in nashville and i was working in the music industry like Doing managerial stuff, doing, and then I did um, PR for a little bit for other bands, but I always saw them on stage and I was covering a show or going to a show. And and I was like, man, I, sh- I just kind of want to do this because I've been writing since I was, I don't know, in sixth grade. So for a while, but I was like, man, I, I want to do this. I should be doing this. And so I always did it kind of on the side. I was in the band and we played shows here and there and it was nothing crazy. And then I was at work hating my life and Uh, we did, we also worked or had production, um, we did our production in China. So I had to go over there and like check on some factories and I jumped on the plane to China and I watched the greatest showman and I cried and I said, when I get back from this trip in a week and a half, I'm quitting my job and I'm doing music. And so that's what I did. I quit and I just, I started doing music full time.
0: Wow. That's crazy. How old are
1: you? I'm 28. It it was crazy.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, sometimes you just get that rush of inspiration. And you're just like, this is what I need to be doing with my life.
1: Yeah, I was just, I, I was just miserable. And so I was like, this is, this isn't for me, there's gotta be another way to like, just enjoy life. And I think that's the only way I'll be happy is if I'm doing music. It's not about the money. It's not about any of that. It's not about the number. It's about just expressing myself and connecting with people. Hundred so percent fully with one person or if I connect fully with a hundred thousand people, like it's no difference because I'm still connecting with a single person and and I think that's amazing. Plus I'd rather have like a hundred fans that are fully engaged than a hundred thousand fans that are like partially engaged. Um because it is again, it's all about expression, it's all about connection, it's all about understanding each other, it's all about love, really
0: have you performed and like, do you plan on doing any performances post COVID?
1: Yeah. So I played, I would, I would probably play, um, a show once every six months, not a lot, but, um, so Harley was a band and it just kind of moved a little slow. And so we just went our separate ways. So Harley is now just me, but I plan, to tour once once COVID and venues kind of start opening up um probably just west coast stuff for now up and down like probably vancouver canada all the way to san diego and back up but yeah absolutely shows i miss shows a lot that's what i want to do um i love making music but i'd rather just make music and be on the road is, is the main goal i would do that for the rest of my life
0: yeah definitely yeah. sounds fun because
1: then that's the that's also the connection too it's like you get you're not hiding behind a computer and releasing music. You actually get to see what you're doing affect and change people. And I love that. I, li- I live for that. So yeah. yeah the I'm,
0: way your music translate to a crowd.
1: Yeah. And like you sing a song and those people in the, will be singing it back to you for like, in, like a hundred different reasons and why's, And so I sing it for one reason, but they're just singing it back for a million different. And it's, I think that's absolutely beautiful. So I I look for it. I I live for just seeing those moments.
0: Yeah, for sure. I got a lot of um, California influences from your music. Really? Yeah, because, I mean, I'm from the East Coast, so I don't, like, the music is, I think that the music is super different in the way it's, uh, I just feel like in the way it's arranged and, like, produced Mm. and everything. Like, I think the, I think the East Coast and the West Coast, they have like really different influences yeah you know what i'm saying yeah and cuz like if you take tyler the creator's music and you take like Joey badass music i don't know if you're like into rap music but yeah. um you kind of hear the differences and how they are experimental in their production Absolutely. and their flows and stuff and like Laney, like is such a california based band
1: yeah there's and then
0: california. you compare that to like the 1975 they're right. like very european
1: yeah you know what I'm saying? i could hear it yeah I, I see what you're saying for sure yes. yeah i guess it, it's and but so when i went to i thought this was also interesting too i went when i went to nashville for school and lived there for a little bit um yeah we're all from the same country but we all think or have completely different habits i guess and so when i went to nashville it took me you know six to eight months to like figure it out and adjust i was just like people just it's not that's wrong. They just thought different and I, I I don't know, they're just we weren't always on the same wavelength, but when you yeah. when you go when I went back to Seattle or even when I go down to California, it's it kind of seems to be that I don't know, West Coast just operates on a different wavelength and, and similar wavelengths. So that's probably it too. It's just
0: It does. The vibes are very different, like a lot more laxed. Like yeah. cause when I went to visit, that's the vibe I was getting, like very
1: laxed. I would say the lyric that hits me right now is actually in the is in mud the song i'm writing um it goes it's like i'm on a dirt road home but i don't know how far it goes and it's raining pretty good just like seattle always would because i know you think that i gave up um but really life's all kinds of tough and i'm not what i was i didn't want to drag you through the mud so it's just like uh, encompassing like this this last year has been so hard like just for everybody just mentally and physically and socially and emotionally and spiritually and i think that's just kind of like that lyric explains that i feel like i'm just kind of trudging along through like this this tough period and i don't know i I just think it connects and it hits home every time i sing it so
0: yeah that is a super relatable lyric especially for this year i feel like i i can definitely relate to that lyric and yeah just it does feel like you're kind of like going walking through mud like yeah just trying, like, yeah somewhere you and know then you,
1: and then when you got friends that are like like emotionally just i don't know attached to you i, I guess that's a terrible way to put it but you just feel like you're just pulling them with you and yeah like, and it's just kind of sticky and
0: Thank you so much for being on the show, Harley. And Absolutely. Can't wait to see what you put out next. Me too. Yeah. Me too. I'm excited.